Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. The Nissan Motor Company introduced one of its one of the first pure electric vehicles in the United States, the Leaf, in December 2010 as a 2011 model. And now Nissan's playing catch up. The automakers on task to introduce two new pure electric sedans in 2026, and their assembly plant in Canton, Mississippi which opened in 2004, will become ground zero in their quest to scale up EV production. This is topic C. I have a personal connection to this assembly plant. Let me explain. When Nissan opened the plant just north of Jackson, Mississippi back then, they invited, they invited the press. They had a gospel choir singing in the building. Mississippi Mass Choir, for those of y'all that are into gospel, they were there in person singing. The head of Nissan Corporate from Japan was there. The governor was there. And the U.S. Senator at the time, Trent Lott, was there in person in this plant the day it opened. Nissan had, by that time, expanded the plant at least once before it even opened. The demand was such. And what they told us at the time and it was just outside of Camp Mississippi, what they told us at the time was that in its initial stage that it would pull from 77 of Mississippi's 82 counties and would be pay the highest wages in the state. By the time they were at full strength, and full strength was 5,000 employees strong, just off the interstate, just south of Camp Mississippi, they would be pulling from every county. To give you an idea, if you've never experienced the financial benefit of having an automobile assembly plant near your town. Let me explain what it did for Canton right quick. While I was down there, I interviewed the mayor of Canton, Mississippi, and he told me a story. The plant's in Madison County, which is where Canton is. So it's not even in the Canton city limits, but they use Canton as the post office box. First of all, Nissan wasn't required to do this, but Nissan started paying the Canton school, um, the schools, $150,000 a year, $150,000 every year. That changed. Because of the proximity of the plant, Canton, Mississippi, like many small towns struggling to keep population and keep businesses, underwent a transformation downtown with a lot of those boarded up storefronts now having stores of all kinds, coffee shops and other uh, artsy, craftsy and things. It rejuvenated the town, which rejuvenated the tax base for the county. The flip side, if you were a manufacturer or a company in the state of Mississippi in 2004 and you were paying wages less than what you could make on the line at Nissan in Camp Mississippi, you were hurting for certain for workers because your workers were making the commute to Camp Mississippi to go to work. You don't believe me? When we got off the bus, when the press got off the bus at the door of the plant, we had two lines of employees and management glad to see us and actually clapping that we were there. It was a big, big deal. In Canton, while not Nissan's first or only plant, uh, the Smyrna, Tennessee plant is bigger and is older. This is the plant that Nissan chose, Canton, Mississippi, 
to be their ground zero for their assault on the EV market. Remember, Nissan came out with the Leaf, and when it came out in 2010, there was no other pure EVs. This was maybe a couple of years before uh, Tesla's Model S. And that little Roadster that uh, Elon was building then, uh, they weren't building a lot of them. So Tesla wasn't even a thing yet. Toyota was in the market, but they had a hybrid. That was the Prius. As far as anybody, and Chevy had what they called an extended range vehicle called the Volt with a V, which was a hybrid. Nobody but Nissan in America that year had a volume leading EV. And for all of that, back then, its range was a little less than 100 miles, which today would be laughable. When they updated the vehicle in 2017, I believe they got it to 158 miles. Still not good enough, particularly where, where we're at now. Average range now, even on the low end, is well north of 200 miles, and they're settling in between 300 and 500 miles, regardless of what anybody's making. If it's a pure EV, they're between 300 and 500 miles if they plan to sell them or they have a model that will do it. So here Nissan is. They had previously announced that they were going to spend $18 billion to bring EVs out. They are going to modify this plan in real time while still building the Nissan Altima, while still building the Nissan Frontier, while still building the Nissan Rogue, I believe, and Murano are also built there. They're still going to continue to build these vehicles there as they modify the plant and a completely new assembly line, completely different way of doing things in the next couple of years. That plant, just so you know, 4.7 million square feet. And that plant since 2004, actually 2003 spring as a 2004 model, has built 5 million gasoline-powered trucks, crossovers, and vans including the Quest van, which I remember driving while it was down there. They're spending $500 million to remake the assembly plant into a cornerstone of electric vehicle production in North America. They didn't go to Mexico. And you know why they didn't go to Mexico? Because they got plants down there. Um, legislation that made it financially advantageous for them to put the plant in America. Recent legislation is having the desired effect of bringing manufacturing back on American shores, employing American workers. Something you should know. The fellow leading this effort said Canton will be North America's electrification hub for the next five to six years. It's where we're going to bring in the new platforms and the new technology. Nissan also said we've learned our lesson we kind of we were sleeping on it. We're not sleeping now. And we're going to take everything we've learned by being first and updating what the industry is doing. And we are going to be competitive. We're going to be competitive. We're absolutely going to be competitive. They are expecting two new sedans. And it's interesting to note, Nissan is choosing to build sedans EVs. I'm sure they will convert or develop some SUVs, but they're going to lead their charge with an electric sedan. And I thought that was interesting. But it's also kind of what, and I've mentioned this on this show before months ago, how the 
foreign automakers, most specifically the Asian automakers, have stuck their flag in the sand with respect to passenger cars. They may trim it a little bit, but they still build more than Detroit does. And it's interesting that Nissan is going to stake their claim on this, even though I've driven their uh, Raya, uh, which is an SUV. You'd own that thing regardless of what was powering it. It was that good. We've come to the end of this episode. Be sure to join me again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.